Hi, welcome to Market Week in Review for November 10th. My name is Elizabeth Jackson, and I'm joined today by my colleague, portfolio manager for our multi-asset team, Olga Bezrikov. And today we're going to talk about some of the data changes that we've seen in the markets. Olga, can you tell us about what's coming out of the U.S. and Europe? Absolutely. In Europe, we are seeing evidence of continuing deceleration of economic activity, with October now being a third consecutive month that retail sales and PMIs are indicating that consumer spending is cooling and companies are also seeing slowing demand. For example, new business intakes fell by the fastest rate since 2012, excluding the month of the pandemic, of course. This deceleration of the consumer is not really surprising as globally household savings have declined and are dampening spending. Of course, the risk is that this is happening at the same time as businesses deal with borrowing costs that have doubled or sometimes nearly tripled this year. Going over to the U.S., um, all eyes are on employment. Overall, it looks like hiring is slowing. We've seen the payrolls come in lower than expected a week ago, with wage growth decelerating as well. What's important, though, is that layoffs have not picked up yet. Initial jobless claims that came out this week have held relatively steady, but the small pickup in continuing claims may be signaling signaling that it's getting a little bit more difficult to find employment. This, together with the tick up in the unemployment rate from last week's report, is suggesting that the U.S. labor market is softening, though it is notable that it's coming from historically tight levels. What's also interesting is that we're seeing a similar trend in Canada, where the IVPMI is still in expansion territory, but job creation is softening and inventories are ticking up. Interesting. Sounds like a lot of uh, coincidences all happening together. What has been the market reaction given the data that's coming out of Europe and the U.S., even Canada? It's been really interesting because the market has shrugged off the cooling economic data. And instead, it looks like the market participants are focusing on the dovish comments from the FOMC and the decision to keep rates steady last week. So it's all about interest rates. Um, We've seen a pretty dramatic reversal in equity and fixed income performance, despite some of the volatility over the last couple of weeks. Equity markets, for example, are up mid to high single digits since October 26, while the 10-year U.S. Treasury yield has dropped about 40 basis points since it touched the 5% level in mid-October. This certainly has been reprieve for the downward pressure on assets and beneficial for the 60-40 portfolio, and of course reflects expectations that the Fed is likely done with the hiking cycle. I should know that there are watch points that remain. While very high yields can be dangerous as they increase the risks of a hard landing, a sharp fall in yields and a rise in equity markets would loosen financial conditions, working against what the Fed is doing and impending the the ability and, and the efforts of central banks to bring inflation back down to target. So if we see yields overshoot and get too low, the Fed might have to step up the hawkish rhetoric. This may mean that the markets could be stuck or range bound for the next little while, leading to potential for continued volatility over the coming months. So it's been about inflation rates for a while now. What should we expect going forward? Yeah, so I think that what we're seeing is, and I've said this before, the long and variable lags of the impacts from the monetary policy in action. And the reaction from market participants is what they decipher and what they digest from the shifting data and looking at the falling inflation, but also slowing economic uh, data points. What we're watching is that on the employment side, which we've touched on earlier, um, we're looking for the signs of further softening. In the past, what looked like modest increases at the time in the unemployment rate 
tended to be decent predictors of much bigger increases and subsequent recessions. The increases that we have seen so far do not breach those historic levels. Um, so we're not really there yet. We're not running for the hills, but we are conscious that the probabilities of a recession over the next 12 months remain basically a coin flip. And of course, on the policy side, while there are some members of the FOMC, like the Vice Chair Jefferson, who have reaffirmed their willingness to act decisively if needed to avert the bigger danger of reaccelerating inflation, others have said that they could go either way. And Powell and some of the other members have recently indicated that they see inflation expectations being very well anchored, which, of course, affords them more flexibility on the policy at this time. So our expectations have not really shifted recently. Great. Well, sounds like we can keep our running shoes in our closets where they belong. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today, Olga. Really appreciate the insights. And that is Market Week in Review for the week ending in November 10th. <laughs>